Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Episode two of season, season two. two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Very exciting. We're in a different location today, so it feels really bizarre. Yeah, we feel, but we're still sat in the same kind of way. Way. Yeah. yeah. We've tried to set it up as much as possible how it is usually. But yeah, it feels we've got a different view. We've got a nice view out to a garden. Yep, yeah, and of my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so how have you been, Ria? Yeah, really good. I have had a lovely week, actually. I had a lovely weekend just gone, spent time with family. Um, I'm going to jump straight into my best of the week because yeah. that was what I was going to yeah. say. Um, so I actually went to West Wittering Beach with my cousins mm. on, fr- on Friday. I think it was Friday or Saturday, I can't remember now. Yeah. And it was lovely. The weather was so nice. I honestly mm. felt like I was in a foreign country. And that beach is so nice. Really, really nice is sand. It sand. Yeah, oh. really nice sand. Really yeah. lovely beach. Really got really busy. Mm. I'm glad we went a little bit early. Okay. And um, I also had a little picnic with my friends. And it was nice. nice. I love a good picnic. Like I love planning the like snacks and yeah, yeah, getting yeah. them all out and like picking. I love I think it's because I love like a picky bits kind of Yeah meal yeah so you know you got your crisp and you've got your did you make then, things or did you yeah what did you make i made a like egg sandwich i mm. love a good egg sandwich mm. oh you were telling me about your egg sandwich the other day <laughs> yeah because i added something because i had celery and yeah. i like chopped it into like really, yeah, really small yeah. chunks and i added it in actually added like a nice crunch it's really and good, i always yeah. add like um the crispy fried onions in there oh, as well yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really good mm. really good so i made that and then i had like carrots and cucumber and hummus and had a scotch egg as well oh. and crisps and cider. where was the picnic uh went to richmond park oh nice nice yeah it was lovely really good weather lately hmm. so i feel like i've been soaking up the most of it yeah what about you what's your best of the week well i i've been on holiday too i went to menorca oh. so i was also on a beach oh but not as good as west wittering i mean i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's much nicer than west wittering I'm, I'm afraid the water was like crystal clear. clear turquoise um yeah i've never been to menorca and i didn't really know much about it as a place but it's honestly beautiful it's stunning yeah it's I've not been. like it's not like um a really touristy destination like a lot of people it's i think quite a small them. island because i think they mainly go to Mallorca and Ibiza yes it? yeah so it's the smallest of the Balearic Islands and it's got a lot of natural beauty and they've really made an effort to kind of preserve everything mm. so really beautiful like walking trails there's a really nice like hike you can do up to the top of the highest point of the island and the beaches are stunning and the food is really good and there's loads of good restaurants and yeah so like the whole trip was basically best of the week because I haven't actually been away for ages so it was just really relaxing and had a great time the weather was amazing obviously it was like 24 25 and like nice like sea breeze so That's yeah perfect yeah perfect. exactly not too hot not too cold yeah exactly so what about your worst of the week my worst of the week is actually kind of related to my best of the week. Okay. It's like general, like, people's lack of awareness of personal space. Yeah. Like, I was sitting at the beach, and these people, like, you know, you have the general etiquette that you leave, like, you know, a fairly decent amount of room yeah. around you when you're yeah. sitting, given that other people have been camped there for yeah. hours. Yeah. And this family with two young toddlers mm. comes and sits down, like, basically right next to us, 
And my niece had spent the best part of like a couple of hours digging this hole and then putting this sandcastle thing in the middle of the hole and like, you know. And these kids literally just came and like stomped all of it all with their spade, like knocked it all down. She was in the toilet at the time. And Mm. honestly, I was crapping myself thinking about what her reaction would be when she comes back. (laughs) But they were quite young kids, so you can't really say anything. But in my opinion, it's up to the parent to be like, oh no, like it's quite clear that that, that sandcastle thing was like right in front of us yeah. and that it was our you know it's not nice mm-hmm. it's not nice but we didn't obviously say anything because you can't really were they young kids they were young yeah, yeah like maybe like well, it's funny three years old my bet my worst of the week is also related to being on the beach and it's kind of similar but basically we were on one of the beaches we were on it was really beautiful we walked we ended up walking further on to like the more quieter bits which was much more kind of you felt like you were the only people on the beach mm. But initially when we got there, we sort of went to the main bit where they they have all those chairs set up and things. And then we decided to sit in this area that there were people around nearby, but it was a bit more empty. So we sat down, but there were other families. And then this family came up and they're obviously an English family, like a a dad and a mum. And then the children were probably like late, like teens, probably like 18. And they obviously lay down and we can hear that they're English as well. And they lay down near us. And obviously that's not a problem. But then they lay down and they're obviously sunbathing and the, the dad just kept farting. No way. <laughs> okay, now I feel guilty about mine because that is way worse. Every like few minutes. That's like, you're so just odd. Relaxing. I was quite loud. Like, loud enough that you could hear a few meters away. Oh my God, that's loud. It's kind of, and I was, and it, and it, got, and it got us thinking because we were sort of like, it was really, it was such a beautiful, serene, <laughs> and then all you can hear is. <laughs> <laughs> So it felt really jarring, but then we were talking about it later, and we we're like, I guess it's like you're outside, and yeah, it's you're not going to smell it. Yeah, it's you're in, it's you're outside, and it's a public space. Like you can't. It's like we were basically debating, like, is it wrong to do or not? Because I would never do it. Obviously, I'd never do it. But it's not. Or just my... do it like where I knew nobody could. Maybe he just genuinely thought that he wouldn't. Those farts wouldn't have been heard. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't loud enough. Well, he may but... have fallen asleep as well because oh. he was like sunbathing with lying down in the sun. So you couldn't tell. Tell what. And he was lying on his his front. His front. But. Yeah, it did see, and then well, a couple of times I looked over, like to see if his wife or and, and like his wife and kids weren't reacting to it. So I was. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, maybe what, what if he had a problem? Maybe like... <laughs> we were just sort of like it's just something. It was just yeah, so jarring for the setting because it was so beautiful, and then there was this man farting. But also, we, like I'd never thought about it, but actually, it's a public place and it's outdoors, so you can't really. Say... No, you can't really say anything. Yeah, you just. I mean, you wouldn't say anything them, anyway. Like, but it's not, it's not the same as like someone just farting in a in a lift or something. Yeah, in an enclosed space trying to gas you out yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah so that was my worst thing that's hilarious but people do it all the time even when we were at the picnic yeah they just come and sit right next to you it's yeah like, they go do go away yeah there's a whole bloody park Richmond Park is massive yeah We are going to be talking about conspiracy theories this week. So we've each picked three of our favourite... Favourite, most interesting, or, yeah. you know, things that maybe you haven't heard about. Mm. And we're going to share them with each other. Yes. And we don't really know what each of us has picked. No. So. I mean, I think... Because I, I thought this this is interesting, because I personally do love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean... Juicy. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they've always been popular, but it definitely feels like, especially with COVID and everything, they've been more on the Way rise. More. Yeah, and obviously there is like a dark side to conspiracy theories in terms of often, you know, 
you shouldn't really perpetuate them because if people are have a tendency to be paranoid, it can make them worse, etc. Yeah. But they are a bit of fun sometimes yeah. as well. If you don't, if you don't get too sucked into the black no. hole, I mean, I have definitely been one of those people who's been like read something and then been on Reddit for like two hours, oh, like yeah. really deep dive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to go first with your first one? Uh, sure. Okay, mine. This my first one's a bit more of a like a serious one, I guess. Yeah. So it's basically based upon like this whole Agenda Twenty Thirty thing. I don't think I don't know if you've heard of it. So Never the conspiracy theory is also called the Great Reset or New World Order, but it's mm, kind yeah. of from this Agenda Twenty thing, Twenty Thirty thing. Okay. So Agenda Twenty Thirty started out basically kind of like as a set of goals set out by the World Economic Forum to help build a sustainable future. Okay. So, Hang on, is it Agenda 2030 as in like the year 2030? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it, basically the aim is for, it was to create a commitment to eradicate poverty and achieve a sustainable development worldwide by 2030. And it kind of came into effect between 2015 and 2016. So the Great Reset or the New World Order are both kind of similar conspiracy theories that are related to this agenda 2030 and essentially the ideas about the conspiracy have been around since actually the cold war time okay but it's the idea that the elites like celebrities politicians and the wealthy people are trying to control the world with hidden knowledge in an attempt to create a totalitarian world government yeah so it's quite funny because obviously that people like some of the stuff is reaching Mm. i think the main reason why it came about is obviously when a well, when the country or when the world is going through a, uh, either a natural disaster mm. or wars, etc., mm. there is a tendency for a lot of politicians, etc., to want to create change and use whatever's happened as kind of like a learning yeah. curve to try and implement new things. That's why they call it like, mm. that's why they've nicknamed it the Great Reset. Mm. So it's first emerged as an aftermath um, of World War One, when the US president had an idealistic hope of reorganising the international politics by creating a League of Nations. And basically the conspiracy theorists co- co-opted the term to make it synonymous with other sinister ideas, including like Illuminati and stuff. But so what you've, what you've explained so far, I mean, Agenda 2030, they want to like eradicate poverty, etc. Like it sounds like a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a good thing. But so they're what... basically using it like... <laughs> They're thinking it all emerged again with COVID. Yeah. So people were saying that all of the elitists planned and managed the pandemic. For example, that the lockdown restrictions were introduced not to curb the spread of the virus, but to bring about economic collapse and a socialist world government run for the benefit of powerful capitalists, basically is what they're implying. And yeah, but that doesn't even make sense, really, because why would you, if you are a cap, if you're the, the world, I, I've heard about these theories about the Illuminati yeah. and the world elite and all that. And it's always usually, I mean, I would I would put, people put celebrities in that category, but they're, they're really the super rich, right? Mm. So it's only like, it's really billionaires. Billionaires, yeah. And then some fam- like very influential politicians and then celebrities who have a really high net worth. So it's not like, you know, someone who's book standard. Yeah. yeah. So it's rich people. And for them, they wouldn't want an economic collapse, would they? Because if you're super rich, you want the economy to be doing well because you basically believe in capitalism. Yeah, but I think they it's not of the individual. I, d- I don't really, <clears throat> to be honest, I didn't, it was kind of confusing, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting because yeah. 
I the other thing that came to mind when I was thinking about all of this. Do you remember mm. in April we mm. had that word, like alarm going off on our phone, yes, like yeah. the Armageddon alert test or whatever it was called. Yeah. So people were also linking that as as though it was sort of some part of a sinister globalist plot to enforce public compliance. Um, and potentially install spyware. That's interesting. I thought that was because basically with the with everything going on with Russia and Ukraine, yeah. um, and like everyone says that I definitely thought that that, that was way more than what yeah. uh, they were letting on. Like I had a feeling it was like, yeah, shit is hitting the fans well, somewhere. Because for me I was like, yeah, during the whole of COVID, you've had this technology for a while, during the whole of COVID, you haven't used it when you could have used mm. it to be like, everyone should lock down. But now using it, to me, it was like, because everyone, there were lots of things out there about how for the last, since the, since probably the Cold War, we're the closest to a nuclear war than we've ever been mm. because of what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. And so I just thought maybe they've got some intel that like, there's a threat or possibly like yeah um, i think so because I definitely have, like so. that technology is not new no so they have they could have tested it five ten years ago mm. um but yeah so it's scary yeah. basically it's, it's a plan for the elitists are taking over the world mm. in an attempt to dominate and control everything. and what are examples so there's covid's an example is there any other examples of things that they've like done that you know of no not really <laughs> <laughs> it was a long thing that i had to read <laughs> But yeah, what, yeah, what's your I mean, first that, one? That's been a long-standing conspiracy theory, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, around for a while. Okay, so my one, my first one is kind of silly, but it's it came out of a article by the New York Times. So it's called the the glitter theory. Oh, I've not heard of that. So basically, I think in 2018, New York Times did a did an article about glitter, the the glitter that right. you know, right? Yeah. Um, and basically, I mean, because I would never thought it's that interesting, mm. but glitter, so glitter is, what is it? It's, it's a metallized plastic. So yeah. it's tiny bits of plastic that have been coated in aluminium yeah. and then colored in different colors. Mm. But I think they were doing the article for more of a piece about the environment. Mm. So this metallized plastic, it takes a thousand years to biodegrade. And most of the world's supply of glitter, which is used for all sorts of things, is manufactured in two companies that are like really close to each other in New Jersey. Oh, I know you wouldn't have thought. I would have thought China. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, the the conspiracies came from the fact that when this guy was writing this article about glitter, he interviewed. He asked both companies, "Can we can we interview somebody?" And one of the companies refused to have anyone speak to him, which is already weird. Like, like why are they so like shady? Yeah, but. He managed to get an interview with a rep from one of the companies called Glitterex. And this interview was fine. She was just saying things like, you know, the most the most popular colour for glitter is silver. But then he asked her, which industry is your biggest market for glitter? And she said she absolutely cannot tell him what the industry is. What? I know. And then he Why said... Not? Um, and and she was like, because they wouldn't want anyone to know. I mean, and then she said, you'll never guess it. And he was like, could I guess it? And she was like, you'll never guess it. And they definitely don't want anyone to know that they're using glitter. So that's why I can't tell you. Oh my God, is it in our food or something? Well, this is the thing. And then he said, would I know it's glitter to look at it? And she said, no, not really. And... Um, and then she sort of said, like, well, you can kind of tell, but not really, but I just can't tell you. And that is what started this glitter conspiracy theory online. Because anyone who read, like, loads of people read the article and everyone was tweeting about it, I mean, like, what is this industry? Mm. And so, 
yeah, like a lot of the internet theories are quite interesting. Like, what is this industry? Why do they not want us to know that they're using glitter? And exactly, like food was one of them. One of the other ones I thought saw was toothpaste. <laughs> no way. Because it's got to be something. So it's like you wouldn't see it. It's not going to be like, like, because everyone was like, oh, paint. But why would paint people want you to not know that there's glitter in it? Because yeah, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. And it's not like you're ingesting it. Exactly. And so it was like, uh, what about jewellery? People were thinking like... Oh, yeah, like fake jewellery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tiles. But why would tiles... Because cars is the other one, right? Like car paint often looks like it has glitter in it. Yeah. But why would they not want you to know that there's glitter in it? Yeah, I I reckon it's like... Yeah, toothpaste is Food. a good one. But then there were some wild theories like explosives. And like there's something about how like... in I read one theory that was like in the Iraq war, they used these special explosives that were designed to interfere with electronic devices and things. Mm. And I guess if the if you put loads of glitter somewhere and it's covered in aluminum, it might it might interfere. I don't know. And so people were like, maybe because they're saying because she's like, you can't, I can't tell you. It's like, what if That's it's defense so or something? Yeah, exactly. Wild. Imagine yeah, it could be like some defense thing if it's she's like yeah. sworn to secrecy. <laughs> yeah. Some CIA, FBI. Because yeah, like, it's the fact that she said MI5. they would I can't tell you because they would never want people to know that there's glitter in it. In the end, I think I saw people just decided in the end it was the boats and marine industry. But why would they be hiding that they're painting their boats in glittery paint? Mm. So yeah, that's my... That's so odd. I know. That's so odd. I often find myself wondering, like... Any time I see something glittery now, I'm going to be like... Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your second theory? My second one is quite a common one. A lot of people probably know about it. It's Britney Spears. Mm. I mean, basically, people are thinking that she's either missing or dead. Yeah. Um, she's obviously a little bit of background. She's been in a conservatorship for, or how do you say it? Conservatorship? Conservatorship or conservatorship, <laughs> who knows? One of those. Yeah, one of those. For like 13 years, which finally ended quite recently. Yeah. Um, and essentially her dad was appointed to manage and control her financial and personal affairs. And like I said, she won a legal battle recently to remove her father's control. Initially, it began out of necessity as obviously she had quite a personal crisis that was quite public, obviously, Mm. as well in 2008. But her conservatorship kept being extended as even though her career and finances seemed to sort of recover after that period of time. Yeah. There was a whole thing that she was being taken advantage of. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think to a certain extent, I think it's probably true. Yeah, that's what there was the whole free Britney movement. Yeah, she had no autonomy at all. Yeah. She, everything was micromanaged. Journalists were even saying like it was so difficult and there was so much bureaucracy to even get a chance to speak to her about anything. Yeah. And... She had a very extensive and busy schedule, Mm. um, both like mainly obviously in her work, doing tours and loads of different things. Mm. But then actually at the same time, she was considered too gravely ill to be Mm. able to have any control over her own life. Mm, Exactly. So none of it really added up. She did that really long run at... In Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So what's the latest? Because I remember, I I think that whole thing happened and then her dad was removed from the conservatorship. Yeah, so people were getting like really fishy about this whole, about Britney basically. They were starting to worry. They were thinking like, you know, what's the deal here? Mm. And it all started, I think, in 2019 because there was an audio that was leaked 
from, from an attorney um, from an attorney yeah, yeah on Spears's legal team mm-hmm. um allegedly yeah. saying that she was being held against her will in a mental health facility mm-hmm. and that's what started the free britney movement mm-hmm. people became convinced they were thinking and like speculating that she was trying to send coded messages through the colors of clothing that she wore yeah but this is all crazy of this stuff this is a crazy one because this is this part at least of the Britney conspiracy turned out to kind of be true. Yeah, yeah. I think it is kind of like yeah. partly true because. But what about now after the conservatorship? So well, so obviously she's now posting a little bit more on social media mm. and things. Yeah, and I think the other thing that contributed to it was because she obviously at the time she was in, under that control mm. she didn't post as much. There wasn't very much paparazzi and things, so people were like suspicious as to what was going on. I think one time she said that she was going to be going somewhere. Yeah. And then there was no paparazzi or, like, video shown from the place that she said that she was going to. Yeah. But more recently, and I think probably a lot of people have seen this all over social media, is that since this conservatorship has ended, she's been posting more on social media, Mm. etc., and people are like trying to really like go through these images and videos with like a fine tooth comb. Yeah. And I have to admit, like I've seen some of the pictures and videos mm. and I have noticed weird things about them. So mm. in some of the videos, it almost looks like the video is glitching as if it's some kind of like AI filter, mm. basically implying that there is somebody else impersonating Britney Whoa. and that actually she is trapped somewhere or dead or missing or what being held vo- against her will. videos with voice? Um, no, it's mainly with audio, like music, music the over the top. Mm. And then there's some photos, like there was one photo that Paris Hilton posted and mm. she came under fire because it looked like she it had been photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to show you that photo as well as the video and see what you think. Okay. So this, uh, let's show you the photo first. So if you Google Paris Hilton, um, Britney Spears, like Photoshop, mm. um, that is the video, that is the picture that will come up. Yeah. So... I'm going to show you. That's the photo. And at first glance, it yeah. doesn't look too bad. But when you zoom in, mm. half of her necklace is missing. <gasps> That's weird. And then, look at her fingers. What is up with her, her fingers? Oh, wow. It looks like they're, like, covered in plasters or something. I, d- I don't know. Yeah. It just looks really odd. Yeah, it does look odd. And so, like Paris Hilton, like, slammed the claims that she'd photoshopped it. And she sort of said, oh, it was taken on an iPhone and they're blurry. So, I used an app to try and, like, unblur the photo. But sometimes it can make it look funny. But it does look odd. Yeah. I mean, maybe the hand thing is, like, she might have been holding a cigarette or something. And then she, like, uh, scrub it out. Yeah. But every- I think a lot of people know that she... Like, why would she need to... Does she? Britney? I didn't know I that. don't know. I just assumed... I don't know. I assumed. <laughs> assumed a lot of celebrities do, don't they? So that's yeah. one. Yeah. And then the other one is this video of her dancing. Yeah. And you can find this video anywhere. I found mine on TikTok. Mm. So let me just get that up. So it's her dancing in this yellow dress in her garden. Mm. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. It's hard to know, like... Did someone else doctor this? No, yeah. I've seen the original. I've seen the original video, and you can. I noticed it. I thought, whoa, that like oh. you know, because you know when other people use filters on TikTok yeah, yeah, or Instagram, yeah. and sometimes if they move too quickly, it the doesn't... filter can't quite keep up, and that's mm. literally what it looked like. Oh my gosh! So she's so, not okay. I saw her wedding. She's not stuff. okay. Yeah. So the, that was the other thing. A wedding. Everybody was mm. claiming that her wedding was fake. <laughs> yeah, because I saw pictures from the wedding that they were like. They would show a picture of her with, like, Donatella Versace at her wedding, but then show a picture of Donatella Versace in the same outfit at a different thing, posing exactly the same way. And they were like, this just looks like 
it's been cut from that event picture and moved. And then moved. But the celebrities haven't been denying that they were there. They all said that they went to her wedding. And like Paris Hilton said she went mm. to her wedding. So it's kind of weird. It is weird. Mm. The other thing that other people have noticed is like, I think her tattoos or something in the videos and pictures. Mm. Like mm. that's, I don't know. I think it's, it is a scary one. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she was to some certain extent, being controlled or being mm. held against her or somewhere. Yeah. And that stuff is dodgy. I saw something about her. She, she posted something from, like, this really weird motel that looked really, like, rubbish. And, and people were like, why would she be in this motel? Like, mm. like that was the that was the background. But I don't, I don't know. know. Brittany. Poor Brittany. I know. And, and everyone, like, thought she was free, but it turns out she's still not. She might not she be. She might not be. <laughs> oh, God. What's your next one? Okay, so my next one is quite a heavy one. Okay. It's quite an intellectual one, but it's one that's, it's it's my probably one of my favourite ones because I've thought about it, I always think about it, I think about it all the time. So I think it's probably, I'm going to have to explain it to you, which is not that easy, <laughs> but basically, have you ever heard of something called the infinite universes theory? Mm-mm. So there's a theory in physics, which is like, there are infinite universes, because we can't just... Like put aside any religious views that you have, scientifically, the probability of us existing in a universe that is infinite in size as the only planet which has humans on it, scientifically, yeah, it's, it's extremely small. Like yeah. we're the only ones that is anywhere. True. Yeah. So scientists have often had this theory that there, there's possibly infinite universes. And that means that there's infinite Earths or planets. There's infinite planets of every type. And there's infinite planets like Earth, which means... And then people often use it to talk about, like... So there's a planet on which you and me don't know each other. There's a planet on which you and me are actually sisters. There's a planet on which we're boys. Like, any possible reality is possible if there's infinite planets and infinite universes. Mm. And it's a really weird idea to get your head around, and it's something to I think about. It, it does a lot. make sense, yeah. Because, like, what? Yeah, what are the chances that we are the only mm. planet that can habit life? Like, yeah. And I don't know if you ever saw that film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. No, I didn't see it. It's quite a strange film, but I really enjoyed it, and I recommend watching it. And that film kind of a lot of it is around this infinite oh. universe theory. It's not about it, but it uses it in terms of the story. I, I recommend you watch it. Anyway, so simulation theory is the theory, essentially, the simple explanation is it's that we are actually living in a a computer simulation. We're not real people, we're simulated. Now, people have wondered things like this for a really long time, but most recently, a guy called Nick Bostrom, who's a philosopher, in the early 2000s, sort of came up with this theory or, like, articulated it. So let me try and explain the different points. Right, you've got to think forwards, because if you think about us right now, in the last, like, 20 or 30 years, think about how significant and how quickly our technology in terms of like for example computer games or just like computers has evolved Mm -hmm. like so rapidly exponentially in the last like from not having computers 40 years ago basically Mm. to now the VR and all the other stuff that we have and Mm -hmm. even if you think about computer games how they used to look like 20 years ago they were pretty basic and now they're quite realistic like there's been such a, a huge amount of change um so basically, we have technology that has improved so rapidly in a short space of time. So assuming we don't destroy ourselves, technology will keep advancing and therefore our simulations that we're doing will continue to improve. Now imagine we go forward like a thousand years in the future mm. and we're thinking that our technology is still going to be improving, improving, improving. Those people, three thousand, a thousand years in the future, they're 
technology might be so good that they can they can create simulations that are so lifelike that they're indistinguishable from reality. And what might they do? They might create simulations of what it was like in 2023. That is weird. So, um, so yeah, so eventually, if we keep improving, eventually our simulations and our computer simulation stuff will be so good that they will be indistinguishable from reality. And if you go forward in the future, you can imagine that those people might make countless simulations and they'll be happening at the same time. Sort of like the infinite universe theory making it statistically more likely that we're in one of these simulations rather than reality, because there's only one true reality. Mm. But there could be thousands, millions of simulations. Okay, whoever's controlling my simulation, can (laughs) I have some more money and some more holidays, please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So people have really run with this theory. Now, there's obviously some flaws in it, because people. one of the big arguments against it is like, even though we can get so advanced with our simulations, can we ever create true consciousness? Because we believe that we're real people, right? But I guess you could just have been programmed to think that. Mm. And so people think about, so I think I think a lot of like Elon Musk, a lot of like famous scientists believe in this theory or think that because of the statistics of it, because there's only one true reality and there can be so many other simulations, statistically it's more likely that we're a simulation than the reality. Mm. But in terms of like consciousness, that's an argument where like, are we actually, in a way though, it kind of almost weirdly this theory fits back into being religious because you could argue that like who's created the simulation? Yeah. God yeah. or whatever deity you believe in. Mm. And it's just that feeling of like, I just, I don't find it weird when I think about it. It's like we could be a simulation and not even know it. So like somebody's just watching us like going about our lives. And and so they there are arguments that get more into the conspiracy theories. They're like, oh, maybe if an advanced civilization is trying to work out like, what variables do you have to change to make I thought you were going to say where it all went wrong. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. So, yeah. like, for example, climate change. Yeah. They're, like, just turning up the temperature on the game to see, like, what is the effect on oh. the world. Like, if it's a simulation, like, what will be the oh effect? Oh, God, that's so odd. Or, like, what happens if there's a pandemic? Like, what, like, and they're just doing these things to, like, because they're so advanced, they're creating yeah. these experiments on a simulation to figure to out. To see how it, everything reacts. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And people who believe in this theory, like, so it's basically being able to, like, run trials or run examples. They quote things of, like, glitches that make... So there are, like, glitches in the simulation. Mm -hmm. And so examples of glitches are, like, when you have deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. Or... um, those like I think it's called like Mandela effect or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I was looking. I was gonna do that as <laughs> yeah. one of mine. You know where like I and then I, re- I wrote some down. So find you know whenever you find something where it's not where you left it. Like yeah. I know I left my phone here and then suddenly it's in my room. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that would happen in a computer game, right? There's a glitch and it just moves. Oh. And um, also seeing strangers that look familiar or very similar. Like you might in in the same day walk past somebody who looks like very much like somebody you were on the bus with but yeah. it can't be the same person because you know in computer games a lot of the like random they figure, look the same yeah they're just like indescript nondescript so funny. or someone you know suddenly looking kind of different like you have a mole and I've never noticed before and I'm like have you always had that mole and then you're like yeah and I'm like I'm sure you didn't have yeah the deja vu thing does trick me out though yeah that i i have always thought that whenever i've had deja vu yeah I'm like, that it's so trippy yeah i will like it'll be little things like let's say i haven't been to your house in ages and i'm like i'm i could have sworn that like that paint was actually blue and you're like no it's always been green 
Are you just remembering? To, that's yeah. the Mandela effect, isn't it? Your, yeah. your collective memory yeah. is wrong, basically. But yeah, so how wild is that theory? That is crazy. Ah, we might crazy. be a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go on more holidays, please? Simulation. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so that one is like, yeah, my most, like, I think it's probably the theory I think about. I the get most. The most, yeah. Okay, what's your... Third My one. last one is, have you ever wondered why um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's court case was just like everywhere in the social media? Yeah, it did seem quite strange because I'm sure there are loads of things going on all the time. And like, for example, like like some other famous trials don't get as much coverage. Exactly. Mm. So there was another very famous trial that was happening at the same time that got like <gasps> zero coverage. Which one? Um, Ghislaine Maxwell. Really? So there's this whole theory yeah. that, which I will kind of explain because I, I guess it's almost not really a conspiracy theory because I bet that part, part of it is true. Yeah. But I will explain later. But essentially her trial was happening at the same time mm. and she was obviously the secretary of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. And essentially the thoughts are that they were trying to cover it all up as in order to distract the public because there was a lot of high profile names in the case mm. um now to be fair maxwell's case was a criminal matter in federal court and they don't usually allow sort of as Cameras, much coverage yeah. and johnny depp's trial was a civil one in a state tribunal where they usually allow mm. cameras and things but i reckon there probably was some element of like covering up in her trial oh yeah because they don't want i've watched some documentaries out, yeah. about her about the whole epstein maxwell thing yeah and, like i mean there's so many conspiracies about them as well in terms of like high profile people that were involved with his basically pedophile ring that yeah. he was running but there's a website wild. you can look at which is called like the black book like Epstein or Maxwell's black book and it has like basically they published every contact every person with contact details that he had in his like private contact book and there's so many famous people which obviously might have been for innocent reasons but the argument is like why was why were they in his like trusted contacts or whatever wow yeah I mean it's it's wild but I mean they, famously Prince that, Andrew's in there <laughs> I know I mean that's <laughs> But that's what I mean. Like, yeah. all, all, none of these people would probably want to not be known mm. to um, be involved in it. To so be that's, associated yeah, with that's whole, the whole thing because it was happening at the same time mm. as the Johnny Depp case, and obviously the Johnny Depp case got not so much airtime mm. that people are like, "Oh, they're using it as a cover up." I to, think the um, news does that all the time. Though, yeah, with definitely things. does. Yeah, definitely does. That is interesting. I hadn't heard that one before. That's a short and sweet one for you. Okay, so my last one's also short and sweet, and it's a it's it's quite silly, but I absolutely just love this theory. I think I've actually told you about it before, probably. But Leah Michelle, yeah, <laughs> Leah Michelle, who's so firstly, I've never watched Glee, but I it was such a phenomenon at the time that everybody knows who she is, the main woman, girl from Glee. Mm-hmm. Now, I think these rumors start, the the rumor is she she she's not learnt to read. <laughs> what that she never learnt to read, and. It's quite wild, but basically it traces back to something in Glee where apparently, I mean, and I think basically the rumours are that she's a bit of a diva and she's really hard to work with. Mm. and she's. I've heard that. Yeah. So it's probably all stemming from that. But basically something happened on Glee where she didn't want to improvise. Somebody wrote a book where they were talking about their experiences and they said that, you know, one time on Glee, she didn't want to improvise with a guest star and she made like somebody cry about it because she was so refusing to do it. And that was written in a memoir and there was lots of stuff in the news about it at the time. And then she hadn't responded to the claim and somebody, I don't know, they they just theorised that she didn't respond to the claim because she can't read, so she hadn't seen it. In the That's memoir. so stupid. 
Maybe she just didn't like want to respond. Maybe True, she exactly. just was like not trying to give it any airtime. But then the theory is also like given credence to because she's been a child star on Broadway. Yeah. So she was in Les Miserables as a young at a young age. So the uh, the argument is not that like she's like silly stupid. It's that because she was a child star and she was in theatre from such a young age. She never had time to learn to read properly. Yeah, but she has to like <laughs> read scripts and like memorize lines and things. I know, but people are, but people are like theorizing that she listens to it and play like she listens oh. to the music and learns to sing that way and all this stuff. But people have gone into this in so much depth, which is what I find so funny about it. So on Instagram, she's also quite uh, quite commonly on her Instagram, she posts a photo with only emojis as captions. Oh and god, then, they're what, just reading into <laughs> it now, aren't they? And it's like people have gone and looked at it, and it's like one of the ones that are more like selfies are the ones where it's all emojis. Mm. So she must have taken it herself and posted it herself. Yeah. The ones that are taken like from a distance, so like her assistant was with her shopping or something. Yeah, those are the ones that have words. And so the theory is like, oh, when her assistant's with her, she can <laughs> she can type. And the best bit about this is like, so then she she released her own memoir at some point, and people commented, pointed out the fact that her memoir is like mainly pictures. There's not that much writing. Oh <laughs> but also, she's only ever shown, she's only ever done shows with this guy Ryan Murphy who created Glee, and it's like the theory is he knows about her secret, and that's why she only um, works with him. But also, maybe he's the only one that works with her, like. Maybe. He's able to work with her. But what I love about it as well is people have gone into it. So I'm showing you a photo now. Like people have commented, she's, her, her name's already written on the wall. And in this photo, she's just underlining it. She's not actually written it. Oh the theory. And in this book signing, the pen's not touching the page. Yeah, but she could be going Obviously, to write. Yeah. But people, mad. Because people have run with this theory, the best bit of it is that TikTok, people on TikTok comment on her post. And even if they're a fan of her, they write comments and then they write a translation in emoji. Oh my gosh. So like, gosh. slay queen. And it's like, no way. <laughs> you slayed. And it's like pointing at her and slay. And then it's an, like a literal slay, like a snow slay. Yeah. And um, I love with a picture of an eye and a heart. Oh my God. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. That's ridiculous. I don't believe it. I think she has since come out and been like, I think it's so stupid that people believe this. But yeah. um, I just found it such an, a funny and crazy thing. Yeah, it's funny about people grab like clutch at straws. Unqualified advice time. Yes. So we're going back to that column. You be the judge from the Guardian. Mm-hmm. This week's one. Should my girlfriend stop claiming she's a vegan? <laughs> this is this first bit's from the point of view of Dylan, who's Agnieszka's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, Agnieszka tells our friends that meat is murder, but then we'll eat bacon at home. <laughs> <laughs> Agnieszka calls herself a vegan and tells everyone she doesn't eat meat and animal products, as she believes it to be cruel. But when we're at home, she's more lax. That's fine. She doesn't have to deny herself her favorite foods just to prove some moral or political point but the performance she puts on in front of other people irritates me sometimes. We will go to a restaurant with friends and she'll make a big deal about refusing to try certain foods. If someone asks why, she'll give them the spiel about how meat is murder. That's fine if they're interested, but it can be a bit much. The most annoying thing is then, when she gets home, she raids the chocolate or the cheese <laughs> She has been a vegan for about a year, so it is still new to her, but it's funny how often she slips up. 
a few months into it, I was cooking fry up and she leaned over and said, oh, can I have a piece of that bacon? (laughs) I said to her, aren't you a vegan? What's going on? (laughs) And she told me not to police her choices and ate some. I laughed. I wasn't policing her, just holding her accountable. She doesn't really like it when I joke about her being a bit lax in front of friends and family. One time at the pub, I exposed her bacon eating in front of my brother. It was in jest, but Agnieszka was annoyed and said I was trying to embarrass her. That was the one time we really argued, but it wasn't about her veganism at all. It was about her being hypocritical. Mm. Agnieszka hasn't tried to ram her opinions down my throat and doesn't tell me I can't keep meat in the fridge. I like a lot of the dishes she suggests, and I'm grateful for how she has educated me on issues around food. It's just that when she slips up, I feel like she should own it. I find the performative aspect of being a vegan a bit strange. Yes. I kind of agree. Yeah. Like, you can't just go around saying that you're a vegan and then go and eat some chicken and bacon. Well, well, it's more more the fact that, like, if she's out with friends and they order meat, she's, like, telling them meat is murder. Yeah. And then going home and eating cheesy crackers. That's, like, the famous thing about vegans. Like, they shove their opinions down your throat and you're like, I didn't Yeah, that's the joke, isn't it? It's like, how do you know someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. They'll tell you, yeah. And they'll (laughs) try to ram it down your throat. But, yeah, I, I kind of get that. Yeah. So I'm going to read from Agnieszka's yes. point of view now. So she says, I'm adjusting to a new diet and have slipped up a few times. <laughs> Dylan is being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> when you transition into a new diet, it obviously takes some getting used to. I don't think it's healthy to cut out all animal products overnight. It needs to be a gradual thing. I do kind of yeah. relate to that. I do think that's probably true. She says, Dylan's great, but he could be a little bit more supportive. He loves telling people I'm a fake <laughs> vegan. <laughs> and has made jokes in front of our friends about me being hypocritical. And he called me out in front of his brother for eating bacon when I was just a few weeks into my veganism. Oh. At the time, I just craved the taste of it. But Dylan has remind me of it so, reminded me of it so many times since, and I don't think it's worth it. I didn't take it well when he called me a vegan <laughs> in front of his brother. And we got, when we got home, I asked him to never do it again because it felt like he was trying to put me down. He did apologise, but I was annoyed for a few days. I don't try to change his habits at home and I'm not controlling about his diet. So why is he trying so hard to get involved with mine? We have lived together for two years and do our fair share of the cooking. But if Dylan wants to eat meat in front of me, I've no problem with it. But I have slowly tried to introduce more vegan dishes into his life, which I think he appreciates. I went vegan because I believe that eating fewer animal products will be better for me and the environment. I tell people what I know about the brutality of the meat industry only when they ask. Mm. And when we go out for meals, I don't think I'm preachy or tell our friends what to eat. Everyone can make their own decisions. I'm only concerned with my diet. Dylan needs to stop making jokes about my lifestyle in front of other people because in private, he's actually quite supportive and interested in veganism. So it's him that's being a bit performative. Oh. Tables have turned. (laughs) I mean, I think... I think he's right about holding her accountable because I don't think she should be saying, oh, meat is murder, like all this stuff. When yeah, but she then does she's actually saying she's only, she's only saying it when she's asked about it. Yeah, but is that true? Mm, that's the thing. Is we, that we, true? Who do we believe here? Yeah. Because I agree, it is a bit hypocritical if she's preaching to people, but she's saying she's not preachy about it. Yeah, but a lot of people that are preachy don't think they're preachy and actually it just comes across as preachy. (laughs) What we need is the opinions of the friends that she's been preaching to. Yeah, We need an interview with them to see how they felt when she's been talking about this whole meters murder Mm. stuff. But I do agree as well, it is hard to change your lifestyle. Yeah, and I think definitely doing it gradually 
is probably a good idea to get yourself adjusted to the new diet. Yeah, or I mean, or maybe it's like while she's transitioning, she should call herself like plant-based or something. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe just say, oh, I'm trans trying to transition to a more vegan diet because I feel like it's better for me and the environment. But, yeah. you know, I'm not doing it immediately. Like, I think... I don't think you can call yourself a vegan, in my honest opinion, if you are still having the occasional bit of meat. Like, that is not... Yeah. That's not being vegan. And cheese as well. Yeah, and cheese and... Or, de- like, any, obviously, derivative products. Yeah, you sh- she should just be like, I'm just trying to eat more plant-based yeah. diet and avoid exactly. stuff, but I still eat because it Because the thing is, is that I know quite a few people that just perhaps for a couple of days in the week, they'll eat only vegetarian food. Mm, yeah. Just in an attempt to, one, eat more vegetables, two, reduce their meat consumption. Yeah. But they never call themselves, like, vegetarian. Yes. All yeah. they'll say is, oh, I try and just eat vegetarian meals on certain days of the week so that I can try and reduce my meat consumption. But other days, yeah. I will eat. And know. I think it's also, like, I think it's, it's kind... I mean, it, it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, the vegan thing, even if someone asks you about your veganism... I think it's kind of in bad taste when you're at a restaurant about to eat food with people who have different diets to be really over the top about, oh, meat is murder, whatever, and make them feel bad. Because it's kind of like the same, it's the same as being like, if you don't eat something else, like pork, or if you don't eat, if you don't drink alcohol, if you don't be, if you, like, yeah, imagine alcohol in a restaurant. It's like someone being like, oh my God, that's poison. Like, it's kind of like somebody else is about to consume something in front of you, like, you don't. You you are judging them for it. Yeah. And it's not nice. (laughs) Yeah. So in the same, she's saying that, oh, you know, everybody's free to make their own decision. But actually, you are trying to make them feel guilty for it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Even if you're not calling them out, you're saying all of this stuff about why you don't eat it. It is indirectly probably making them feel guilty. Yeah, and I just think it's like, it's just bad etiquette almost. Like, if you're about to eat a meal together, you shouldn't really be, like, making comments about what someone's about to eat or, like... Or even stuff like it would be it would be really rude. Imagine if like if you like were in a restaurant and you ordered like a burger and someone's like, oh, that's so unhealthy. Like, yeah, it's like don't judge somebody when they're about to eat something. Yeah. Like, it's exactly. not pleasant for them. Then they're gonna sit there like eating their food, being like, <laughs> oh my god, she's judged me so much. Yeah, I'm, like yeah, you might give them a complex. It's not. Yeah, nice. exactly. I'm on the boyfriend side. You know, don't claim yeah. that you're a vegetarian when you're still slipping up and eating meat. I mean, it's fine. Nobody's judging you for slipping up and eating meat. Just don't call yourself a vegan. And then. don't preach about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Agnieszka. <laughs> well, we're both also not vegans. So that's probably no, why. we don't. Yeah, it's probably why we're, <laughs> we're siding with the boyfriend. <laughs> biased great well we hope you enjoyed today's episode yes fun and interesting hope you learned something new maybe you'll give us a deep dive of your favorite conspiracy theories as well um next episode we are going to be talking about mental health taboo in south asian cultures which should be quite interesting yeah uh, because we feel like there's a lot um, of things that we've experienced in that like growing up yeah and even like you know in our families exactly So hopefully that'll be an interesting topic. Yes. Um, yeah. So make sure to follow us on Instagram and also share us with your friends and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. See you next week. Bye. Bye.